Welcome to BPB Knows. Today, BPB Knows insurance audit claims. Our expert is Whitney Schiffer, a director in our assurance and advisory services practice and a lead in our healthcare group. So Whitney, tell our listeners who benefits from an insurance audit claim. Medical uh, practices, physician practices, as well as hospitals will benefit from the audits of uh, the, the medical bills because a lot of times the insurance companies will underpay those medical claims. And so the, you know, the hospital, the physician practice, uh, the, they'll all get underpaid on their claims. And so if we come in and do the audit, we'll be able to say, hey, insurance company, you underpaid you know, Dr. Smith X dollars on his insurance claim and he should get more money in the door. Would they, would the, would the hospital or the physician's practice have any idea they were underpaid if you didn't do this audit? Some know and some don't because a lot of, uh, a lot of hospitals and a lot of physician practices don't really have the manpower to go in and audit the claims themselves. So a lot of times they get paid the cash comes in the door, they're actually underpaid, but they don't have the staff to then go back and look at the claims and say, what should have the practice been paid versus what got paid? And a lot of times they just they just miss it. So if we come in and do the audit, we can sample some claims, we can look to see a percentage that was underpaid, and then maybe some were paid good, some were paid bad, we can extrapolate the sample, and then the physician practice or the hospital could then go back to that insurance provider and say, hey, you paid us, you know, underpaid us X dollars on, you know, a certain amount of claims. Is there a threshold where this makes sense of... Um the number of insurance claims, or do you almost always see that the facility is underpaid? We almost always see that the facility is underpaid. You know, we've been hired by a lot of uh, large hospitals and we go in and you would think that they wouldn't get underpaid, but they are underpaid a significant amount of dollars. So if that's happening to hospitals, no, it's also happening to physician practices as well. How long does an engagement like this take? Is it a couple of months? Is it several months or is it something that you can do pretty efficiently and quickly? It depends on the sample size that we pick, but normally it could take a couple days to a couple weeks. It just kind of depends on the number of claims that we're auditing and, you know, what we agree that the appropriate sample size should be and then how long it will take us to audit those claims in that sample size. And then we may even want to expand the sample size. If we find a significant amount of errors and underpayments, we might want to even do more testing. So it kind of just depends again on what our sample size is and what our findings are and what we decide to do about those findings. And when the insurance company hears from a healthcare provider who has had a firm like us, a reputable firm, do one of these audits? Do they usually pay up? Do they push back? How does What happens after? It kind of goes both ways. A lot of times they just agree to settle and, you know, they'll, they'll write the check. Sometimes they push back for a little bit and there's litigation involved. Uh, a lot of times, the, you know, the hospital's uh, attorneys actually will hire us uh, to do the audit of the claims and then things kind of get a little bit dragged out. But it could, we've had a pretty good track record where a lot of times they've settled before it's actually gone to trial. 
And this is real money we're talking about, right? I mean, it's it's not a it, few thousand dollars here and there. It could be millions of dollars. So it is mm -hmm. a significant amount of money. So what's the first thing you do when you get a call from a COO maybe or a CFO at one of these uh, practices or hospitals? What's what's the first thing you do with the team, with the with the internal staff? How do you how do you approach one of these engagements? The first thing that we do is we ask the healthcare provider to provide us a, a, a database of all the claims that they believe they've been underpaid on. And then we go in and we test that database because we also have to make sure it's accurate. The database that they give us, we want to make sure that it's supported by all the underlying documentation. Is the patient name correct or the dates of service correct? Do the bill charges actually agree to the claim? Have they been charged the right amount based upon the charge master and then we and then after we kind of test the accuracy of the claims we then test the payment that the insurance uh, provider actually paid to make sure that's correct and so we will then test that against the what we call the EOP the explanation of payment and also a patient responsibility amount make sure that that those amounts are correct in the database. And then once we've tested the accuracy of everything, we can we then are comfortable to say, okay, this is a accurate uh, you know, database of all the claims. And based upon all our testing, it looks like you have been paid, you know, uh, hospital or physician practice X dollars. And then a lot of times then the attorneys, if they, if a litigation is involved, they will use that database in the litigation. And that kind of, you know, becomes all part of, of, of the negotiations and the settlement of the underpaid and there, and damages. When you when you have these types of engagements, do you uh, often find other ways that the physician's practice or the the hospital can run more efficiently? Are you able to give them advice about how to process these claims more effectively or things that would help them beyond just trying to find money that they were um, cheated out of? Sure. there We do find you know some errors here and there. Maybe there were some patient responsibility amounts that they didn't take that into account, so that underpayment is off. Maybe we found where something wasn't coded correctly uh, on the claim form. So there are certain things that we also find that, that we could then go back to the physician practice or uh, the hospital and say, you know, give them some recommendations on how they could, you know, tighten up uh, their systems too. A lot of times we find that maybe in their billing system, they haven't loaded the right reimbursements in accordance with the uh, reimbursement agreement. So we can come back and say, for these particular charges, you didn't load the right reimbursement rate, so maybe you should fix that in your system so that going forward, all their billings are correct to the insurance provider. So there's added benefits just beyond There's added the, benefits mm, that yeah. to that as well. So like many, uh, many of our podcast episodes, this one has the same advice at the end. Have good advisors, have people that are experienced at it's uh, looking at problems and solving problems. And this is a really great one because it can be very bottom line um, effective and very helpful to find money that was supposed to be paid that wasn't paid. So thank you, Whitney, for explaining all of that to us and to our listeners. And to our listeners, uh, thank you for joining in um, and listening to this episode. As always, if you have um, 
questions or topics that you would like for us to cover, you can contact us by email at bpbnose at bpbcpa.com. We will see you next time.